Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Michael. And I'm joined, as always, by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Balls on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? <laughs> hey, what's going on? <laughs> I forgot to say, you big undefeated Tennessee oh. homer. Looking to keep that alive in Baton Rouge. How you doing, buddy? I am pumped up, brother. I am absolutely pumped up. And it's not just about my Tennessee Volunteers, obviously, undefeated. That's not That doesn't come around too often, you know. Um, but I will say seven SEC games with seven SEC opponent, opponents. This is made out to be possibly the greatest weekend of college football up to date. So I'm freaking pumped up, man. And like you said, Shane, I mean, this is going to be the best weekend yet of SEC action before mm-hmm. we get to our predictions, which I'm feeling good about, Shane. We're going to go 7-0 this week. Can I, can I say something before you get going, Mike? Uh-huh. I have never felt more confident in my picks in my life. <laughs> And I don't know if that's scary or not, because I'm I'm kind of wavering. I'm 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 on the ropes, you know. <laughs> the Grim Reaper's starting to come out, but I'm putting these picks in. I'm like, this is exactly how the Saturday's going to play out. So I'm probably wrong, but I just I'm like you. I feel pretty damn confident at this point. Yep. Well, if you're watching on YouTube, Shane, I wanted to call attention to this. You're probably saying, "What the hell? He's got he's gone full Tennessee on us." <laughs> No, we have got a new sponsor really fired up about this one, Shane. Game Time Sidekicks. And Mm -hmm. we got this partnership. They sent us all these mugs here, Tennessee mugs. They sent them for me. They sent them for you. This is full metal cups here, Shane. This is high-quality products. And the thing I love about it, Shane, it's not just Tennessee. This is all the SEC, we've got you covered at Game Time Sidekicks. And not just the SEC, maybe you got, uh, you know, a, an Ohio State uncle or grandpa or something like that who's made the terrible decision <laughs> to be a fan of someone outside the SEC. They got you covered. Head on over to GameTimeSidekicks.com, Shane, and use that promo code HEYBUDDY. All lowercase, and you get 15% off your order. Again, that's GameTimeSidekicks.com. Shane, this is a Knoxville, Tennessee-based company, and they have, like I said, all this is NCAA officially licensed gear. Mm-hmm. They've got you covered. The holidays are right around the corner, brother, so we have got to get some business for this GameTime Sidekicks, and I, I know 
the audience is going to love this product. You know what? Dude, absolutely. Uh, I haven't got my cups yet. Mike hasn't sent me mine, but uh, that's okay. I've got a few of them here at the house. And this is, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because every year my, my kids, they're getting worse at picking out what I want for Christmas. But when in doubt, they can get me a nice cup. So if you're looking for those those nice gifts, this is an excellent gift. And if you get onto the website, man, I was kind of playing around with it. They got some really cool stuff, especially even baseball and other sports and stuff like that. So just, just jump on there and take Take a look at it. You're, you'll, you'll come away with some good stuff. Yeah, and you can find all that information in the show notes, Shane. We're also brought to you by Wager, peer-to-peer betting site, Shane, that we're on ourselves. Download the Wager app. Won't cost you a thing, and they'll give you $20 free to play with. No credit card required. I mean, what kind of deal is this, Shane? <laughs> Seems like some kind of voodoo, but this is real. We're on there. Search that SEC podcast. You can see Shane and I's bets. You can bet against us. You can challenge us. And, man, are we on the downslide. So just <laughs> take you free 20 bucks. Fade our picks. You'll be walking away with 40 by Sunday. And wager Shane is also matching all initial deposits up to a hundred bucks. So we're talking two hundred and twenty bucks in your account today. If you put in a hundred, you ain't gonna beat that. You know what? <laughs> Absolutely not, man. It's funny because everybody was afraid to bet me earlier, you know. But now, <laughs> now that I'm on a little bit of a slide, they're sending me over over uh, uh, wagers. So I absolutely love it. I, I like I said, I feel like I'm going to get my my money back this weekend. But if you think I'm wrong, be sure to jump on there. I put all my picks up there. So if you don't like one of the picks, just get on the wager app and, and take my money. <laughs> you got to be 21 years of, or older to play, Shane. 1-800-889-9789 if you got a gambling problem. And then one more, Shane, prize picks. Don't forget the prize picks. Same promo code SEC, same for wager. Get on prizepicks.com today. Available all across the country for daily fantasy sports and is we got us some college football on what on prize picks shay that's why we love it so much are you ready brother to hear my prize pick selections for this week i am pumped up brother i'm absolutely pumped up all right first of all i know you're gonna love this one shane because <laughs> you've been on this mississippi state hype trade for about as long as i can remember you were on such a Mississippi State hype train, Shane. I remember them Bulldogs were begging you to jump off it because they said, if Cousin Shane's on this hype train, then we're doomed. But no, you were dead on, as per usual, Shane. Mississippi State and Will Rogers hosting Arkansas. I'm going over, Shane, Will Rogers, 319 and a half passing yards against the SEC's worst passing defense. Thoughts on that, brother? Will Rogers over 319 and a half passing yards absolutely man i really like this one brother i i think this is going to be i think this is going to be a fun game man i i just i i'd like the over i like everything anything offense related in this game i i we're going to get to kj here in a minute but i still think that this game is going to require a lot of points and that's going to require a lot of will rogers so yeah i like the over here all right how about this one shane i got this i did this one just for you but i got great confidence this is going to hit Jaden Daniels, LSU quarterback, under 57 and a half rushing yards. Now, hear me out. I know he's an elite runner, but he got banged up last week, hit, hurt that knee. And I just think that, uh, you know, if LSU's win this game, they're going to have to push that ball down the field. They're going to have to attack Tennessee's 
pass defense. And I just, I don't know, Shane. I mean, heck, we don't even know what level of health he's at. You know, I don't I don't think he's anywhere close to 100. So it's just hard for me to see him running wild on this Tennessee defense. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, when in doubt, don't pull the trigger. That's what I think, especially when you're talking about mobility of a quarterback. Uh, that, that could end in an instant. If you've got a quarterback that is banged up mm-hmm. and, and then all of a sudden you go on a bad run, then, then it's done. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, I like the under here as well. Now, how about this one, Shane? Last one. This is probably my favorite one on the board. You said you liked offense in Mississippi State, Arkansas. Well, we got Dylan Johnson, Mississippi State running back. He is a running back, Shane, but I think he mm-hmm. he had like 80 catches last season. He's he's a catch machine this year because that's what Mississippi State does. They, they use that short passing game as a running substitute, but heck, they're running the ball a little bit too. But over Dylan Johnson, four catches, so he's got to get five. But I think he's going to get that against Arkansas because Arkansas, what they like to do against Mississippi State is drop eight, let keep everything in front of them, and I they got they got that elite pass rush. So I think Will Rogers is going to be dumping the ball off to Dylan Johnson all day long. What are you, what's your thoughts on that? Absolutely, man. A lot of dink and dunks, and they're mm-hmm. they're definitely getting this guy involved. So give me the over here. He may have that in the first half, brother. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So don't forget use that promo code SEC at Prize Picks, and they'll match your initial deposit up to a hundred bucks. But hey, brother, enough. A paying the bills. You pay the fans now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start with this one, Shane. I mean, there is no wrong way to do this. We got seven SEC matchups, but I'm going with Ole Miss at Vanderbilt. Rebels favored by 17 points on the road, over under 62 total points. And the game kicks off 3 o'clock Central, 4 Eastern on the mm-hmm. SEC Network. Who do you like? Boy, I tell you what, Van, nobody's talking about Vanderbilt anymore. They have one bad week, and everybody's just off the wagon. I'm not, brother. I think this this Vanderbilt team is much improved off last season. Uh, they went from micro. That's that's the thing that this this team literally changed its identity overnight. Now, did it struggle against the number one team in the nation? Or It's Alabama, man. You know, everybody struggles. Everybody looks like shit against them sometimes. So, yeah. I, I'm not pumping the brakes here because here's here's the thing with, with Vanderbilt. And if you remember, Mike, in the offseason, I predicted that they would get an SEC victory. Mm-hmm. And who did I tell you that game would be against? Ole Miss. That's right. And I kept saying Ole Miss is fool's gold. Ole Miss, they ain't played nobody. They're gonna beat. They're gonna get beat by the Kentucky Wildcats. This team is not as good as everybody thinks. But brother, if they didn't play last week, I still may have picked the upset, potential upset. But after that game, I cannot. Why? Because I think there that is the best running back group in the country right now. Yep. And what is Vanderbilt really bad at is stopping the run. There are going to be so, – I'm surprised you didn't put any prize picks on this one because expect about 1,000 yards rushing in this game. <laughs> don't don't get me wrong. I do think Vandy's going to have a little flair, a little – you know, little little uh, little pizzazz, if you will, at times, but it's just not going to be enough. I, I just honestly, this this team is is going to run all over the Vanderbilt Commodore. So, 
No upset this week. No wager of the week. I'm afraid to touch it right now because I said all that, watch him pull off the upset, and then I'd be like, I told you so. But I've got, I, seriously, I've got Ole Miss rolling this game, brother. 42, Vanderbilt 10. So way over on the points. Yeah. Yeah, you, you may be on to something like you said, Shane. Vanderbilt 14 in scoring defense, 14 in, in pass efficiency defense, and number 11 in rushing defense. These are all SEC stats. So, you know, the mm-hmm. worst in, in many categories here, key categories in Ole Miss, the rushing machine that they are, number one in the SEC in rushing, number five in scoring, and Ole Miss defense, Shane, my goodness, three, number three in the SEC in yeah. scoring defense. So they're playing at a high, high clip. But Vanderbilt, Shane, they're number one in fewest turnovers in the conference. So they're not a team that beats themselves. This is a new era, I think, for the Vanderbilt Commodores, or at least at least we're getting there. And Clark Lee says we're going to get Mike Wright on the field, get him involved. So I'm kind of interested to see what that wild card looks like. Is that is he going to be quarterback? Is he going to be receiver? Maybe they mix in a, a la Steve Spurrier, mixing in quarterbacks left and right. Uh, so I'm going to be very interested to see how that plays out. But, yeah, I mean <laughs> – how can you pick against Ole Miss right now? Like you said, I mean, exactly. we we both picked against them last week, and they proved us wrong. We'd be fools to pick against them this week. But I'll tell you what, Shane, I'm calling for the upset. Ole Miss 30, Vanderbilt 24, upset against the <laughs> spread. So I, I like the Commodores. I have two weeks to prepare for this oh. game. I think they do cover – the 17 and a half points and and let me or excuse me 17 points let me ask you this Shane because I mm-hmm. I thought it'd be kind of you know maybe keys to the game what what's it going to take for each team to win the game real quick and I'll just give you an example so I for me Shane Vanderbilt I think you got to sell out against the run and force Jackson Dart to beat you through the air now mm-hmm. I'm not saying he can't but that would be my key to the game if I'm Vanderbilt. Just don't let them run all day long on you. And Ole Miss, simply, Shane, just don't overlook Vandy. Don't don't, yeah. don't take them, you know, like they're a joke of the conference because they are much better than they have been. And I think that's kind of the key to the game for each team. Do you have anything stand out to you for, for either team? Well, just to bounce back from Swan, I mean, he's a true freshman. And uh, so, I, I mean, obviously there were some mistakes that he made last week. But, you know, bouncing back, I, I think that's the key. Because when he was on, I watched him against Northern Illinois. I mean, this this is a fantastic quarterback. I, I, there was at times I'm like, how did the rest of the SEC miss this guy? Right. And then it kind of disappeared a little bit. So, I think getting back to that, you know, being explosive in offense and, and keeping up with Ole Miss. So, I think that's a key. Uh, but I think what you said there is is pivotal, brother. Is not overlooking this. So when I that's why I'm not putting this as a wager because in the back of my mind I keep thinking of that Tulsa game. I keep thinking, you know, here's a game that I think they may have overlooked there. And, and next thing you know, it's it's a, it's a ball game toward the tail end of the uh, of the ball game. So I, I just I don't know, man. I I I, I hesitate a little bit. What helps 
I, I think Ole Miss is a fact this is a 4 o'clock game, not a noon, not one of those snooze-throughs. You're not paying attention. The stadium's half full kind of situations. You know, it's a little bit later in the day. You've, 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 your boys are up. They're moving around. So, I, I think that is a benefit for Ole Miss. And uh, I still think it's going to be a hell of a matchup. And there's a reason I, I thought maybe this could be a potential uh, trap game because if you look at Ole Miss's schedule um, after Kentucky, you know that was a tough fought ball game. Then they then they roll into to Auburn. Of course, Auburn's not as good as we thought they were at this time. So right. maybe trap games not not exactly the, <laughs> the best verbiage there. Maybe a letdown, a hangover. If they would have lost that Kentucky game, we, maybe we talked about a different situation. But I, I just think that those running backs are just too damn good. That's why I just can't. I can't put my money on Vanderbilt potentially getting an upset here because if the key to Ole Miss is just just hand the ball off and and, and keep you know I don't care if they load the box eight not, they're not going to be able to stop Ole Miss's running attack it's just too too diverse right now so uh, that's I think that's the key don't get cute don't 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 let Dart come out here and and, and you know I, I know they got to work on a few things but. Vanderbilt's not a team you practice on. Vanderbilt's a team that you look back and say, "Damn, I can't believe we we lost to these guys." So, right. so that's I think that's the key for me. All right, Shane. How about this one? I think it's going to be a hell of a matchup here. Missouri at Florida. Gators favored at home by eleven. The over under is fifty five, and the game kicks off at noon Eastern, eleven Central on ESPNU, and we got. Jadon Hill out here, Shane. <laughs> Defensive back Florida Gators says, it was hard to see Missouri beat us last year because they're not supposed to. I'm looking forward this weekend, taking care of business and dominating like we're supposed to. <laughs> He's talking about against Missouri. But how about mm -hmm. this, Shane? Missouri's got the all-time edge on Florida. So, again, this is a tricky, tricky series. There's a lot on the line for both these teams. Mm -hmm. Missouri, if they're going to make a bowl game, they've got – to upset one of these teams. It doesn't have to be Florida, but, you know, the way they've been playing the last couple of weeks gives them a shot. Who do you like in the game? Florida hosting Missouri. Well, it's funny because you, you, you see the Mizzou fans are like, hey, man, we've won three out of the last five. <laughs> yeah. We're the big bad dogs in the SEC East. But, I, I mean – Everybody knows the situation last year. That that team that team was was an I mean it was in a downward spiral, yeah. and it was still all Missouri could do to 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 win that ball game. So I don't want to take away from that because that was a big win. That was a big moment for that fan base. But on on the other side of that coin, you got a quarterback Anthony Richardson that is playing the best football he has played ever. In, in Gainesville. And, and I know that sounds crazy. You know, he, he opened up Utah and everybody crowned him potential Heisman candidate. Then he falls flat on his face against Southern Florida. Then, you know, it, it seems like he, he kind of revitalized – in Kentucky, I'm sorry. And he revitalized that in Neyland. And since then, it's like a light switch came on and he realized how good he is. And he's playing grown-up football, man. He's playing, he's playing as they like to say, to, to Will Levis, that pro, that pro ball. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I think that's what we're seeing with Anthony Richardson right now. And that's dangerous. Super, super dangerous. When you look at Missouri, here they're coming off one of the best games they've ever played. Didn't come out the way they wanted, but – you know, is Lovett back? Have you heard anything from him? He's questionable. That, that, okay, that's what they said. Well, here, here's the here's the thing, Mike. With with Mizzou, I think 
I think you played your best ball last week, man. And I, I don't want to be that. I hate being a Debbie Downer, but I don't think Missouri has a shot here. Mm. I think it's a I think it's a good game at first, but I think Florida really pulls away here late late in the third, fourth quarter. So give me Florida thirty eight, Missouri twenty. Mm. Why you hate Missouri? I don't hate Missouri, man. I was rooting for him. I was on the edge of my seat last week rooting yeah. for these guys. But I just I, – I don't know. Florida's playing some good football right now, man. And it's going to be hard to get off off the mat, Shane. I mean, I think it was maybe easier against Georgia because they they were number one at the time. They're coming to your house. Night game. It's a completely different story on the road. Again, dub, you know, back-to-back losses, tough losses, in-conference play. Mm-hmm. You might be right, Shane, but uh, you know this is an interesting matchup because look at Missouri's offense: 14th in the in the SEC in pass efficiency, 12th in scoring, and 12th in turnovers. Not good. Florida's defense, however, 11th in scoring defense, 14th in rushing defense, <laughs> 12th in pass efficiency defense. So this is weakness, old weakness here. So who knows what in the world's going to happen when Missouri's got the football and Florida's trying to defend it. It's going to come down to, like you said, Anthony Richardson, how well he plays and how well the Gators rush the football. That is, uh, you know, something that they excel at. Number four in the SEC and rushing the football. But that Missouri defense, Shane, man, they got after Georgia last week. If they play like that, they can win this football game. I think this is a four-quarter ball game. I really do. But I'm giving the Gators the edge at home. But I like Missouri and the points. I'm going Florida 28, Missouri 20. Again, four-quarter type ball game. And my keys to the game, Shane, Missouri has got to run the ball, help Brady Cook out. He's starting to emerge, or at least he did against Georgia. Mm -hmm. If they get that version of Brady Cook, they'll be in this ball game. And for Florida, just don't turn that ball over because – that killed you against Kentucky, yeah. and that's really what helped Missouri stay in the game against the Georgia Bulldogs. So that is uh, something to watch. See this tenacious defense. I got to hand it to Blake Baker. His defense is playing a lot better than I anticipated they would. So a credit to Missouri's first-year defensive coordinator. Well, I think you're right, man. The keys for me, brother, is just – more pressure if you don't give Anthony Richardson time. Yeah, keep doing like you did with Stetson and 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 stretch the field. We don't know if Lovett's going to play, so somebody's got to get out there. Whether it's our, our boys, the bag of chips, you know, <laughs> going out there and, and 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 being the guy that takes the top off the defense. That's what you're going to have to have, or they're just going to keep loading up. So uh, I think that's the key for Mizzou. And then Florida, just just give Anthony Richardson time. You know, I, it, this is up front. I think it's all about that line play. If they can control that line of scrimmage and they can run at will, they can give Anthony Richardson time. That's that's the key to winning for the Florida Gators. All right, how about uh, the rivalry game here, Shane? Auburn at Georgia, the Bulldogs, favored by 30 points at home. Goodness. <laughs> and the over-under is 49 and a half, so not a high-scoring affair, at least if you're going off the over-under, 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central, all CBS for some reason. Who do you like in the ball game? Well, 
well, CBS, because it is a rivalry. Even Paul Feinbaum's out there talking about rivalries this week. I think <laughs> I think that's what people forget is that these teams hate each other. And yep. years past, they're, they're pretty even as far as wins and losses. But, mm-hmm. you know, we don't talk about the 1900s like we used to, brother. <laughs> We're talking about the, the 2000s here. And, and the fact of the matter is nobody's playing, you know, I don't want to say better ball. They're playing great ball than the Georgia Bulldogs. And and I think there was a couple of, of miscues here the last few weeks. And and I think they write that ship. And that's that's what makes them dangerous. They're going to realize that that they can't just rely on two, three players to keep this offense moving. They're going they've got plenty of talent on there and they've got to discover it this week. And I think they do. Now, Auburn, I love the energy. I love the 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 trash talk they've been doing all week and yep. and Hell, if anything, you're probably glad I'm not going against Auburn because they've surprised me more than than any team in the SEC right now. As soon as you count them out and you consider a blowout, that they're hanging in there and and they're even pulling off some upsets. So um, I'm not saying that that happens this week, but what I am saying, brother, is they really messed up that 3:30. This should have been an earlier game because the Georgia Bulldogs are going to kick their ass this week. So give me Georgia. Oh man, I got to get my calculator out here. Give me Georgia 35, Auburn 13. Ooh, boy, yeah. I mean, this is. I don't know what got into Auburn last week, Shane, but they came out gangbusters. But that yeah. is not how they've been all season. I mean, they're 13th in the SEC in scoring. 13th in turnovers, 13th in pass efficiency, 10th in rushing, good night. Whereas on the flip side, Georgia, number one in the SEC in scoring defense, number two in rushing defense, number three in pass efficiency defense. I mean, you're not going to get a bigger mismatch than we got here with when Auburn's got the football and Georgia's coming at them. It is not helping the fact, like you said, Auburn, running their mouth, saying they're going to dominate this team. I mean, what in the world are they talking about? Yeah, I like the confidence, but maybe just keep that to yourself till after in the post game there. Uh, Georgia, you know, offense, not where it needs to be, but I don't even think you're going to need much points in this one, Shane. I mean, if you get 14 points on the board, you'll probably win this one. And I think uh-huh. last week was exactly what Kirby wanted. I mean, he never wants to see his team – struggle that bad, but if you get the win, you get their focus, you get them locked in, make sure there's no pregame fights this week, and you should be fine. You're going to roll here in Athens, Shane. I got it. Georgia, 38, Auburn, 6. I'm not even giving them a touchdown. That's that's the what I expect. And this, we've been saying it for about three or four weeks, Shane. This may be Parsons' last game if it's as ugly as I think it's going to be right here. Mike, we say that every week, don't we? <laughs> Eventually, we're going to be like, see, I told you. I told you it's going to be this one. So Nailed it. And keys to the game, Shane Auburn, you just got to hold Georgia in the red zone. Red, Georgia mm-hmm. is 10th in the SEC in scoring touchdowns in the red zone. So, you know, they're going to move the ball on you, no doubt. But, if you, you know, they get down there, they have to settle for three. That'll keep you alive for Georgia. Just control that line of scrimmage. I was just stunned that Missouri – control that line of scrimmage and Auburn's got the talent particularly on the defensive side to do the same to you if you are not up and ready for this game Auburn is uh, dead last in turnover margin in the SEC minus nine so you know they're going to probably cough it up once or twice and and you do that Mm -hmm. you got no shot of beating Georgia in Athens you know what yeah definitely 
And I, th I think you nailed the keys right there. I'm going to just copy yours. <laughs> All right, how about this one, Shed? Cannot wait for this SEC East showdown. And we got a, a little wrench thrown into uh, the previews and everything like that. Late on Wednesday evening, South Carolina at Kentucky. Wildcats favored by six. It was ten and a half yesterday, Shane. Uh-oh. Over <laughs> under 46 and a half points. Game kicks off at 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on the SEC Network. Now, why did the line change? Because Will Levis, it sounds like he's not going to be able to play. Mm -hmm. Let's kick it over to Mark Stoops real quick, provided the latest update here on Thursday. <laughs> well, what do you want to know, John? You want me to tell you? <laughs> you want me to give you every little every detail? You want me to? Okay. How many plays is gonna you want to just go tell South Carolina? Or what do you <laughs> I have no news, man. I have I have nobody. Uh, my policy is always if somebody's out, I'll tell you. I don't have anybody out. So if I had somebody out, I'd tell you. Hey, <laughs> you don't think this game means yeah. the world to Mark Stoops? Just listen to those comments right there. You know what? Absolutely, man. This is one that we've been talking about all year, man. And, and then now your starting quarterback potentially is out. And, right. and obviously that's a big concern, Mike, because what does this Kentucky Wildcat team look like without Will Levis? You know, I, I, I mean, he's been tough. He's been tough as nails back here, but his damn fingers broke in half. He's in a boot. I mean, there's the man. Eventually, your offensive line is getting your man killed, and 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 here we are in this situation. So, right, what does it look like moving forward? It helps we got Rodriguez, but on the other side, you got South Carolina just kind of hanging out, you know, in the dark corner. You don't want to play them, and and uh, the the. the Again, over 100 points the last two games. The, the offense is starting to click a little bit. So, yep. you know, does that momentum carry into this game? And, and part of me gets caught up into it, just like it did in the offseason, Mike, with that damn hype reel with the glasses. <laughs> and next thing you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm drinking the, the Gamecock Kool-Aid here, you know. I think maybe this is this is something. But not this time, Mike. Not this time. I still have faith that Kentucky can win this game. Ooh. I just – I'm telling you right now, Mike, if this game were held in Columbia, this is the only reason I'm picking Kentucky mm. is because it's in Lexington. If this game was held in Columbia at night, I'm I'm singing a different tune. This game feels like it's going to be really, really close. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think it's going to be a one-possession score most of the way. But I just have a, a, a feeling that, you know, it's just like a gambling. You know, the spread keeps getting, you know, bigger and everything. And you're just kind of like, yeah, okay, or, or smaller. I'm sorry. It started out, what, 10? Now it's six and a half. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like it's like trying to get you to do it. I, it's like Vegas is trying to pull something over on you. No, I'm not going to do it because I think it's going to be a one-position game. But I think Kentucky gets a late score to just kind of blow that spread open. So, that being said, Mike, I've got Kentucky winning 28, South Carolina 20. Least confidence. Uh, this is my uh, – I probably should have just made it a one-point game, but I just – I have a feeling that Kentucky scores late to just screw the lineup. Shane, do you know who Kion Sharon is? Uh, sounds like a singer. 
that's going to be the quarterback they have to play if Will <laughs> Levis is out. I never even heard of him myself. So you just, just bet. I did. I you, saw a couple of pictures of him jumping, uh, jumping over players. So okay. apparently they, they've been hiding a Superman there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. He's going to have to jump over this Gamecock defense, Shane. Kentucky, of course, won seven of the last eight against Carolina. We've heard that time and time again this offseason. But how about this, Shane? Do you have any idea what South Carolina's record in Lexington is? No idea. They got a winning record up there, nine and eight. So Ooh. this is not a place that, uh, you know, they're, they're strangers to winning yet. Four of the last seven in this series have been decided by seven points or less. To your point, South Carolina leads the country, Shane, with four blocked punts. And we saw last week Kentucky had all kinds of issues on special teams. Now they get they got Barry and Brown, who's an incredible game-breaking kick returner, but a lot of kicking woes and, and issues with that. So something to think about. South Carolina may have an edge in the special teams department in this matchup. And how about this, Shane? Kentucky offense, they were 14th in rushing. 11th in scoring, entering this ball game, and that was Will with Will Levis. Of course, they're number two in, in pass efficiency in the SEC. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's carrying the team. I'm I'm scared to death, Shane, that they're not going to be if Will Levis doesn't play, and we don't even know, you know, for certain whether he will or won't. But if he doesn't, man, I do not know if Kentucky is going to be able to move the ball. Now, on the good side for them. South Carolina can't stop the run. So, <laughs> just bounded at him, bounded at him, bounded yeah. at him. South Carolina, 13th in the SEC in rushing defense. That's just awful. 12th in scoring defense. That's probably what the game's going to come down to, Shane. Chris Rodriguez, listen to these stats, Shane, to his career against South Carolina. Last season, 26 carries, 144 yards. That's, <laughs> that's five and a half yards per carry. 2020 uh-huh. season. 14 carries, 139 yards. That's 10 yards per carry, three touchdowns. <laughs> and then 2019, six carries, 65 yards. That's over 10 yards per carry and a touchdown. I realize mm-hmm. different defenses, but Chris Rodriguez owns the South Carolina Gamecocks. I think he owns them one more time before he's off to the <laughs> NFL, Shane. Kentucky, 24. South Carolina, 20 with or without Will Levis, the Wildcats get it done. Uh, what if they like? What what if it's one of those games that just keep it like real close, and then all of a sudden, like Major League, you know, with uh, what's his name coming out of the back with the glasses? You know what I'm saying? It's this wild thing comes out, and then he 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 orchestrates the final drive, and then everybody crowns Will Levis as the greatest quarterback in the SEC football. So yeah, I don't know. I I think there's going to be some tricks. I think there's going to be some – this is going to come down to coaching, man. Yeah. It, I really – I think that's what this one's going to be. Who who out-coaches who here? You know, and it's funny because the coaches have been shitting on each other all – shitting on each other all week. And it's funny because these coaches have been shitting on each, each other. What, what? I can't even say a word, Mike. Let me say it one more time. It sounds it's great funny every be- time. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I should stop drinking. You know, that that's what I should do. I should switch to non-alcoholic beer. So, but anyway, Mike, what's going to what's great about it is it's going to come down to these two guys. And that was the off like the off-season chatter. Mm-hmm. These two poking at each other and now it's going to come down to coaching. Man, it's I'm ready for it. I want it. I want all the Kentucky South Carolina I can get right now. Right. And I'm assuming Will Levis is not going to play Shane so key to the game obviously South Carolina got to stop the run. 
mm-hmm. which I don't have confidence in them to do. And Kentucky's got to get South Carolina to, to turn the ball over because I think their defense is going to have to help the offense out. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. How about this one, Shane? Morristown Honda, by the way. I have no confidence in that score. (laughs) I had a Morristown Honda in it for you. And, Shane, we got one more sponsor. Man, we are loading up with sponsors. Hey, we got to pay them bills, Mike. Come on, man. Exactly. And this Guardian Brace is a new sponsor. We got a Guardian Brace injury report, Shane. This is a company out of Arkansas. Big Razorback fans reached out to us, Shane. And if you got – Knee issues, Guardian Braces got you covered with the next generation of knee braces called Rehabilitators. Rehabilitators are wearable technology engineered to reduce and eliminate knee pain by simply walking on the brace three hours a day for 90 days. This is covered by insurance, so check it all out. There's a link in the show notes, www.freebody.io for a risk-free 30-day trial How about this one, Shane? Arkansas at uh-huh. Mississippi State. Mississippi State favored by nine and a half points. Over-under is 59. This game kicks off at 11 o'clock Central, noon Eastern on the SEC Network. Last season, Arkansas got it done 31-28. to Although, it, as any diehard Mississippi State Bulldog would tell you, Shane, that was a bullshit flag here that got him that one. So just keep that in your back pocket. But how about this real quick, Shane? Arkansas, they have a winning record in Starkville. They're eight and seven all time. So I'm just saying, who are you liking the game? <laughs> have we heard anything about KJ? He's traveling with the team. That's the latest, but do not know if he's going to suit up. But the fact that he's traveling is a step closer yeah. to playing, obviously. Well, that that's big. That, you know, I don't know, man. This one scares me because Vegas. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Vegas changing their score here. That that part of me is thinking KJ doesn't play in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, odds are he doesn't play in this game. But traveling, who knows? As soon as you count them out, then you're then you're mad that you got this this Betty. And so um, I've never had two Morristown Honda scores in, in one weekend. But, and here I was talking about how confident I was. And the more I talk about these games, the least confident I become in them. Yep. Here's the fact. Here's the thing, man. Arkansas has had a terrible, terrible last two weeks, man. I mean, they, they blew the game with Texas A&M. I'm not saying they blew it with Alabama. But there was, a, there was a moment they were hanging in that game. I think they were more disappointed in that ball game than anything. So it's it's for the fan base, for the players, I think there's been just a little bit of a lull here. And we were always afraid that that would create somewhat of a spiral effect. Here they are. They're outside the top 25. Is this, is this when Arkansas packs their back? The quarterback's banged up, probably not going to play. Yep. And then on the other side, Mississippi State, man. They're playing the damn greatest football they've ever played since week two, you know. And then when I got on. <laughs> to that wagon they, they drop one so i you know I'm, I'm afraid because they've hurt me already but i'm buying back into those mississippi state bulldogs if they continue to do what they've been doing brother this is a dangerous dangerous ball club and and i think they're catching arkansas at the right time i think if mississippi state would have faced arkansas before texas a&m for before alabama i think they win this game but they didn't. They're catching it on the tail end. It's at home. Those cowbells are going to be ringing. Yep. So give me those Mississippi State Bulldogs. I don't like the score, 
Okay, so I'm 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 going to give Arkansas with the points mm-hmm. just because there's still that shot that KJ plays. But even if KJ plays, I'm not sure I'm not sure that they beat Mississippi State right now just because of the way they're the way they're playing football. So give me Mississippi State 35, Arkansas 31. Hmm. Yeah, I like that score. I think it's going to be a, a tight ball game. Let me ask you this though, Shane. K, if KJ can't play, yeah. They got two quarterbacks they can go with. Cade Fortin, he's a guy that played against Alabama. He's more of a mm-hmm. uh, you know traditional pocket passer. They also got Malik Hornsby, who's arguably the fastest player on the team and who's been getting looks at receiver all off season. But they are you know locked in on him being a quarterback. Which direction would you go in? Would you go with the passer Fortin, or would you go with the more mobile? Hornsby, that kind of keeps your playbook uh, virtually the same as it would with K.J. Jefferson out there. Because I, I think that's a, a big question that the Arkansas coaching staff's got to got to figure out if K.J. can't play. Yeah. I, I think I think you go with the passer right now, mm. but you sprinkle in a little bit of that wildcat. Yeah. And, and the way I see Brawls doing this thing is more or less a hot hand. I think they both get – I, th- I think they both would get playing time, mm-hmm. and and whatever is stimulating that offense is going to who's th- who's going to stay on that field, pre- you know, predominantly most of the game. So yeah. I think we see two quarterbacks in this game, brother. Mm. And how about this stat, Shane? I didn't realize this. Mike Leach, eleven and zero at Mississippi State when they score thirty points or more. So you may have hit the nail on the head. They get thirty five. They're going to win this game. Yeah, history yeah, says think- so. I mean, that's something to consider. Obviously, Arkansas pass defense, a real, real issue. Although, you know, playing Mississippi State and playing Alabama is two different animals mm-hmm. because yeah. we all know, uh, you know, Barry Odom, he was the one that uh, introduced the drop eight against Mike Leach, and it, it has worked <laughs> two out of two Sam Pittman undefeated against Mike Leach. So <laughs> I'm fascinated to see what Barry Odom and company come up with in this ball game. Can they run the football? That's going to be key to the game. You've got to limit Mississippi State's possessions, limit you know, their passing attempts, just rest your defense. That's going to be critical. So I would not be surprised. I liked your answer, Shane, but I wouldn't even be surprised if they start Malik Hornsby and they just try to go with uh, K.J. Jefferson style, but maybe a, a faster quarterback that, that is – Maybe they run like a triple option, you know what I mean? Because they got to keep a ball away from Will Rogers. But how can you pick? What's what's KJ's ass come out here and score three, (laughs) win by three scores? So, I I mean, you just don't know. (laughs) But how in good conscience can you pick Arkansas in this ball game, Shane, with with the uncertainty, with, you know, the defense hurting after Mm -hmm. losing two in a row? So, I'm right there with you. I expect a competitive ball game. But I'm going Mississippi State 35, Arkansas 28. And if Arkansas is going to pull this upset, Shane, here, here's how they're going to do it. They got to get after Will Rogers. They got to be sacking him. Mississippi State a little suspect at the offensive tackle position. Arkansas leads the SEC in sacks. Just tee off on him. I'm not saying you'll get there, particularly if you're dropping eight every play. But, you know, those. You have just got to get to him. That That's your only shot. I think it's slowing down. And I don't think you could stop Mississippi State's offense, but you just mm-hmm. got to pray you slow them down and, and hopefully, you know, with tips and all this stuff, and maybe you, you steal a possession or two. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. I think you're right. And and again, there's so many question marks in this game. That's why it's it's a tough one to put money on. Right. But um, you know, it, 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 I still think it's going to be great. That, that's the thing. Every game we're talking about here, it's like you could see multiple outcomes. This is no different. I can't wait to see how this one plays out. Yeah. How about this one, Shane? The night game on CBS, Texas A&M at Alabama. Crimson Tide favored by 24 points at home. Over-unders, 51 total points. The game kicks off at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. Of course, on CBS last season, A&M won in College Station, 41-38. But Alabama, Shane, 5-1 in this series in Tuscaloosa, and they lead the all-time series 11-3. And it, I don't know if you saw this, Shane. It was reported that Max Johnson – is going to be out for this ball game, so mm-hmm. it's likely going to be the Haynes King show. But word out of College Station, Shane, it sounds like the freshman Connor Wigman is likely to <laughs> not start, but likely to play in this matchup. But the fact you're going into an Alabama ball game and you're saying, "Well, we got we're going to play multiple <laughs> quarterbacks, including a guy who's never played," that's not exactly a good sign, is it? No, it is not, my friend, and I. <laughs> I, I feel bad for Texas A&M. I really do. And I and I keep thinking of ways of how I can make this the 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 two ga- two games in a row, man. You know, this is the one that Jimbo bounces back. Yeah. And he takes it to Nick Saban. That's what like it happened last year, but I can't. And then we don't even – like I said, we're going back to Haynes King. That's perfect. That's exactly what Nick Saban and company want. Yeah. This this is this is shaping up to be an absolute blowout, brother. I, I can't find it. And, I, Aggies, I feel bad for you. Just hang in there. We're going to find some sort of clause for you. We're going to get Jimbo out of there. But until then, brother, just, just hunker down and do the best you can because right now – what you are really good at is is handing the ball off to one of the greatest running backs, I think, in the, in the conference, if not the country. But Alabama is good at stopping them, and they're going to. They're going to load up that box, and they're going to force Haynes King to win this game. And what have you seen that has convinced you that Haynes can win a football game with his arm? I ain't. I haven't seen anything. Yeah. So I don't care who's at quarterback there at Alabama. Shit, Nick Saban could come out there and throw <laughs> throw a couple of dimes. I this game is not going to be close, and that's why I've got it my wager of the week. Mm. Uh, Alabama forty two, Texas A and M ten. It's just it's going to be a bloodbath. And 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 icing on that cake, brother, is the fact that all that shit talking happened in the off season. Don't yeah. think Nick hasn't made this game personal. He has. You beat Nick Saban. Don't think this game's not personal. It personal. It is. So that's why I I just Aggies brother. It's it's going to be a tough weekend. Yeah, I like a lot of what you had to say there, Shane. A and M dead last scoring offense in the SEC, twelfth in rushing, and that's despite having Devon Auchin, who's just incredible, leading the SEC in all purpose yards. 10th in passing efficiency, while you want to flip it over to the other side, Shane, Alabama defense, number one rushing defense, number two scoring defense, number one pass efficiency. I mean, how in the world are they going to score on this defense? I just don't see it. Now, maybe if Haynes King goes off, maybe, you know, now that he's lost his job and the the backup's hurt, he doesn't have to worry about losing his job, maybe – Whatever Jimbo was seeing in him, maybe it's fully unlocked. 
after a week of preparation going into this. You know, this could be a Haynes King coming out party. I think that's your only hope if you're the Texas A&M Aggies where key to the game for Alabama, Shane. We, these linebackers have got the lock in on Devon Achain because if they could keep him in check, mm-hmm. A&M's got nothing. So just yeah. focus on Devon Achain. Make Haynes King and these receivers beat you who they've not shown they can beat anybody worth a pulse. That is why wager of the week, <laughs> Alabama 42, Texas A&M 13. We almost have the same score here, Shane. And, and just given the fact we're both wagering this one, I just want to congratulate <laughs> Texas A&M Aggies on the historic upset you got coming here on Saturday. That's that's about the, the biggest silver lining you're, you're going to get. And we don't – I don't know about you, Shane, but I I picked my score thinking Jalen Millero is going to play quarterback. I don't think Bryce Young is even going to play. I don't think they even need him in this matchup. Yeah, I don't either, Mike. I, I really don't. And and like you said, I think this is the best thing that could have happened to the Aggies. Me and Mike picking Bama, <laughs> wagering up, thinking that it's going to be a, just a total bloodbath here because next thing you know, we're going to have to try to delete this pod and any content we got out there so that it's not held against us because don't worry, man, Texas A&M, they are not happy with Mike, but, man, we're just speaking the truth. We we think you deserve better. I, I really do, and it's not been the season that you've been promised, that I've been promised, and and, and you've got – You've got the roster to beat an Alabama. You did it last year. So I, I'm not ready to just totally give up on the Aggies, but you know, you're you're at death's doorstep right now. And, and Nick Saban's on the other side of that door, man. So mm-hmm. I, I just don't like your chances this weekend. All right. How about the game of the week in the SEC, at least in my opinion, Shane? Tennessee on the road, favored by three at LSU. Over under 65 total points. The game kicks off, of course, 11 o'clock Central for some reason. Mm-hmm. Noon Eastern on ESPN. How about this, Shane? Tennessee's first trip to Baton Rouge since 2010. Tennessee's all they got a winning record in Baton Rouge. I had no idea. Eight, four, two ties. But LSU mm-hmm. has won five in a row in the series and 13 of the last 14 against SEC East teams in Death Valley. How about that, Shane? Does Tennessee break the curse here? Do they win in Death Valley? Brother, this is a team we don't play often, but we have had some really bad memories. Uh, in fact, <laughs> I don't know if it was a dig, brother. You you sent it over to me. They got a hop reel talking about history. And, <laughs> you know, when I think of LSU, I, there's two games that really stand out. Actually, three. One was at home, my senior uh, freshman year at UT, uh-huh. when Kelly Washington just took off and, and just came out of nowhere, and everybody's like, "Who the hell is this guy?" You know, yeah. that was the future, brother. And I was on cloud nine, only to be gutted at the SEC championship <laughs> by the same damn team, man, by a backup quarterback. What? That's the most <laughs> Tennessee thing ever. You know, there was a chance we were going to another national championship. Nope, LSU punched us in the mouth. And then I think, you know, the I think it was Dooley years when we uh, had a, an opportunity to, to, to win a game, but 
you know, we had 15 players on the field. So, of course, we stopped them. So, that was another heartbreaker. So, I think about these these LSU matchups, and there's a couple other in there. I'm not saying these are the only ones. So, when I think history, I think of some pretty, pretty abysmal some times in my life, brother. But I think it changes this week, oh. brother. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I I know Death Valley's a dangerous place to play, but it's different, man, when it's at noon and at night. And anybody that tells you it's different has not got to appreciate the the aspects of both those games. It is different, man. Here you've got two top 25 teams. They're, They're playing the best football they have all season long. The Tennessee Volunteers, brother, they're just scoring at will. And what what has convinced you that LSU has the ability to keep up? Now, don't get me wrong. You're going to talk about keys. There's a few keys. There's a few factors I worry about with LSU. For starters, that defense. I, I worry about those boys pinning their ears back and this being the, the worst defensive front that the Tennessee Volunteers have seen. If they can disrupt and, and keep Hooker on his back the entire game, we may have a problem. But the other one for me, brother, is that crowd noise. It is at noon, and if they can keep the keep this player, keep their team in the game, keep that momentum rolling, who knows? We we may be we may be up Shit's Creek. There's that real potential, <laughs> but but again, who's scoring better than the Tennessee Vols? Right, we're averaging 48 points a game right now. They can't be stopped. We got backup wide receivers coming in here looking like Randy Moss. So. I am convinced that this is the best Tennessee Volunteer team since the 2001 Vols. So, I don't see LSU dethroning us right now. I think the undefeated uh, train keeps going. I say we uh, we meet another undefeated team in Neyland next week with Alabama Crimson Tide. I'm already looking ahead, Mike, because this game is not going to be a game. Give me Tennessee 42. LSU sneaks back in with 31 points. Oh, man, what a – Wild showdown. That's going to be Cousin Shane's going to be puckered up in that fourth quarter if it's back and forth like this. But, uh, hey, I like Like you said, Tennessee, man, number one in the SEC in scoring, number one in pass efficiency, number six in rushing. I mean, they are a machine. Good news for LSU, though, number four in scoring defense, number four mm-hmm. stop in the run, but number nine in pass efficiency defense. But how about this, Shane? LSU has only allowed three Second half points to an SEC team all in all SEC games this year. So, man, they are suffocating in that second half of ball games. Tennessee is going to have to break that curse if they're going to win this football game. I think key to the game, Shane, Tennessee has got to keep Jaden Daniels in the pocket, like I was saying. Don't let him run. And that means yeah. keeping containment. You know, you see all these pass rushers trying to go in for the kill shot. I don't think you need that. Because he's not been able to, to really push the ball down the field. These receivers keep dropping passes. They're not helping him out. We were, man, how many times did we talk up Keisha Butte this season? He's Keisha No Bay this season. I mean, he's got like three catches. He's a complete uh-huh. non factor. This is one of the best players in the country. We thought he's a complete no show, didn't even show up for one game. Uh, I don't even, you know, this could be the game. that This will probably come back and bite me. He'll have 200 receiving yards, Shane. But I, <laughs> I just think he's a non-factor in this ballgame. Malik Neighbors is solid. Mason Taylor, the tight end's great. They got the running game going, but that's the strength of Tennessee's defense. Stopping the run. Yeah. They're number three in the SEC and stopping the run. So, 
I don't like this matchup for LSU. I I don't want to call them fool's gold because they are they are winning some tough, tough, hard-fought games. They deserve the record they got now. But I think the backward fall is, is coming, Shane. With just yeah. you know, we did that schedule rundown in the last episode. Man, is it a gauntlet for LSU on the back half. Mm-hmm. And I think it starts right here. So give me Tennessee. 33, LSU 23, 10-point victory for the Vols on the road. New era under Josh Heupel. I'm right there with you. I think they get the win. I don't think it's going to be quite as high-scoring as you do, but, you know, we'll see. I don't, if, it does, if it gets in a high-scoring ball game again, I don't, I don't even like LSU then because I don't think they can go up and down the field. They've not right. really shown that. So best-case scenario for LSU, Shane, is this is a low-scoring Limited possessions, obviously turnovers, things of that nature, plays into the Tigers' hands. And, uh, no, I, th- I think with Tennessee two weeks to prepare, they're going to be pretty sharp in this ballgame. Pretty sharp, a little healthier too. And, and I think that's that's going to be a key. Uh, there's, there's even talk Tillman may be playing. I, don't, I doubt it. I doubt we see them. But, yeah. you know, that's still that's something you've got a game plan for. And mm-hmm. and I just – I don't know, man. I, I – I look at LSU's schedule, and the only one, the only asterisk I have on their on their schedule is that Mississippi State game. You know, was that a fluke? Did Mississippi State really let that one go? And I think they did, man. You know, I'm not convinced that New Mexico or Southern, or, you know, or hell, even Florida State, these these aren't programs yeah. that, that you can compare to some of the ones that Tennessee's beaten. And then one of the things I like about Tennessee is they're going against an LSU team very similar to Florida Gators. You know, control keeping Anthony Richardson in the pocket, that's what they were able to do and make him win with his arm. I just think Anthony Richardson's got a better arm yeah. than, than anything LSU has down there, and that's why it was close. I don't think that's going to be the case here. I think Tennessee sells out to the run. They, they pin their ears back, and they do exactly what they've been doing all, all game. They – they force okay let's make this a shootout i'll give you the back half because that's what tennessee can do so yeah i just i I think lsu's just a little thin in that secondary and and that starts to show a little bit at the tail end of this game yeah and one other thing i forgot to mention we we did talk a lot shane about lsu's defensive line against tennessee's Mm -hmm. offensive line i do think that favors lsu that could be key to the ball game but flip it the other side shane lsu's offensive line full of freshmen and sophomore and banged up players yeah. and, and no continuity i mean they're mixing guys in and out week in week out i think tennessee's defensive line can, can control this game which is going to lead to a big day for the vols getting that undefeated train rolling one more week mm-hmm. with mighty alabama right around the corner but i can't wait we shane we turn it light back on sorry I can't wait for this ball game. Can't wait for all these shaded. And I'm thankful that it's the early game because we're going to find out real quick if Shane's going to be in a dark, dank, depressed hole or if he's going to be on cloud nine. It's going to be, you know, he don't have to wait till the night game. So I, I do appreciate that. Yeah, no, that's a great point, Mike. And I hope it's a cloud nine, man. I cannot handle a dark day. Because here I just talked about this is going to be the greatest SEC weekend that we've ever had. Yep. You start out with a loss, that would be detrimental, <laughs> man. So I can't, I don't even want to, I don't want to even exercise that option. So 
But, brother, I'm pumped up for this game. I still think it's going to be a hell of a matchup. I, I, I know I joke. I get my orange glasses on. But what Kelly's done to this point has been impressive. And there's still that, you know, I told you. I started this segment telling you just how bad some of the LSU matchups. This could be another one yeah. that we never want to talk about again on this podcast. So we're, we're about to find out, brother. Yeah. Well, hey, Shane, I think it's a perfect place to end it. Just want to tell the audience one more time, don't forget, check out all our sponsors, prize picks, wager, game time sidekicks, all that information in the show notes. Help the podcast stay free. The best way to do that, take advantage of our outstanding sponsors. But I appreciate you, buddy. I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll catch you on the next one. All right, see you guys. Go balls.